Welcome back to What Should We Watch with Kenny. I'm Kay. Still E over here. And we want to welcome you all back to another exciting bonus episode. Bonus, bonus, bonus. Did you not get your holiday bonus from work? Did you not get that bonus point on that quiz? Well, don't worry. You don't have to do jack to get our bonus episode. We give it away for free. Yeah, that's how we work. Yeah, that is kind of our business model. Everything's free, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's the life of podcasting. But bonuses are so much fun. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to thank you all for joining us today. If mm-hmm. you are listening to us for the first time, I'm Kane. This is E. Mm-hmm. And our show, we sit down and watch a movie and then we talk about it. We play some games and we do. We fight. Yeah, we fight. We fight and we quiz. We do some trivia. Yeah. We Lots debate. of fun. Yeah. We debate. Well, sometimes the trivia is in the debate. Isn't that fun? No. <laughs> when you can't handle it. When you can't bring the heat into the kitchen. We're not in the kitchen. Yeah, we're in the studio. The very nice studio that we have. Mm-hmm. Don't lie to the people. But anyway, people. So what we're doing now, once we reach our 10th uh, episode. Every we, 10 we episodes, Every... we do a bonus episode. So this is our 21st. 21! We're legal! Well, this is 20 and a half. So oh, we're almost Are we legal. doing the Lion King kind of deal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so this is 20 and a half episode. Oh, such a waste of a birthday. <laughs> and 20 we wanna, is such a waste. We want to thank you all for joining us. We especially want to thank all of you who have listened from the very beginning and mm-hmm. for any new listeners who are checking us out. We hope you have a fun time in this bonus episode as we go through and take some characters and some themes from all the different movies we watched and put them together. And at the end of this episode, we will rank the movies that we've seen, the last 10. Mm -hmm. And then we're also going to add to our favorite of all time movies. Because when we started this show, kind of an idea behind it was, I know for myself, I don't really have a movie that I can technically call my favorite. So this is kind of a tool to help us find out what is our favorite movie. I, I don't know, favorite movies, and maybe this is, can be a social media question, but how, how do you categorize a favorite movie? Mm-hmm. Like the one that, because I have movies that show up at a certain time in my life and it's like, oh, this is what I need to watch right now. Or I have movies that are always like, I'll never forget the first time I watched this movie. Or I have a movie that I can watch 400 times over. Yeah. So yeah, we're trying to solve the existential crisis of favorites. And I think we're going to talk about this a little more later. I, I find that there's a movie where I love it at one point in my life, and sometimes yeah, that changes. it does not age well. <laughs> so nothing will be set in stone here, yep. except these, this is a podcast and an audio medium, so since it's on the internet, it'll kind of be set in stone for now. For now. So why don't we do a quick little recap of social media? Yeah. Give a shout out. All right. So looking at our social media, the stem of our root so to say the no, source of the our root magic of our stem the root of our stem our show relies a lot on you the people the people the people and we look for your responses to add to our show but uh social media let's go over our numbers nice so on facebook we are now at 87 followers so not too shabby, not too shabby. we're also getting more interactiveness with our facebook posts with our polls that we're having yeah. on there such as what was our one poll oh our one fight that was who is the most ba disney princess mm-hmm. moana versus mulan i was set up for failure. we had so much response on both facebook and twitter with that question <laughs> and it was awesome to see that on Instagram, we went from 331 followers to 415 in the last Ooh, 10 episodes. That's so exciting. It's pretty nice. On Twitter, as of today, we're at 1,815 followers. Hi. So not too shabby. I really feel like we have to thank Pod Nation for that because that's where we work with Pod Nation a lot. The expansiveness of Twitter. I think a lot of that has to do with the help we have gotten from everybody at Pod Nation. So I really want to thank you all. And I will talk about it a little bit more later in this episode, but you all really need to check out a lot of our friends over at Pod Nation. It's a great group of indie podcasts. So many great shows. Uh, we got some other movie podcasts on there. We got some true crime and just some fun spouting truth shows there too. So nice. we'll talk about them a little bit more later. But anyway, let's get going with the show, shall we? Let's. 
Well, why don't we take a moment and just go over the movies that we've watched so far? So kick it off, Kay, because you picked first this time. All right. So for the last 10 movies that we have watched, we have at number 11, Ghostbusters. 12 was Terminator Dark Fate. 13 was A Christmas Story. 14 was the double feature for the holidays of Charlie Brown Christmas and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. 15 was Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. 16 was Mulan. 17 was Tarzan. 18 was Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> 19 was The Big Lebowski. And 20 was Hook. But what a good collection of films. What an odd collection of films. <laughs> really, kind of all over the board. Yeah, well, you know. It was kind of weird. We went from two holidays and then we kind of we were all over the place we went from disney plus to on prime (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) sure did so why don't you tell them about our next segment oh yes so what i was thinking about for the bonus episode i don't know if you all listened to the last one but go ahead and check it out we had a lot of fun in that episode but something you might have noticed in the last episode is i really didn't have a good title for our segment where we make our lists I just called it the list, and that was boring. <sighs> yes. So I came up with something a little more interesting, and we're gonna call this segment Top That. Whoop, whoop. To top this segment off, let's go ahead and start with our first list our top five characters from the last 10 movies we watched. Characters that meant a lot to us, characters we just enjoyed. Let's go ahead and get started. E. Number five. <laughs> I picked Pockets from Hook. Oh, there you are, Peter. He's just so adorable. He is. He's so cute. And I picked Kerchak from Tarzan. Forgive me for not understanding that you have always been one of us. Oh, he just gets me right here. Right here. He'll always be in my heart. (laughs) Number four. I went with Linus from A Charlie Brown Christmas. Christmas is not only getting too commercial, it's getting too dangerous. And get rid of that stupid blanket. I have to pick Linus because I was a blankie kid too. I carried around a blankie. And I picked Egon from Ghostbusters. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. King of the nerds. Number three. The dude from The Big Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. The dude abides. I mean, that he just, how do you not love him? He can pour a mean white Russian. And I picked Walter from The Big Lebowski. Smoking, my friend. You're entering a world of pain, Walter. Has the whole world gone crazy? Am I the only one around here who gives a about the rules? Walk at zero! We all know Walters. Mm-hmm. Now we all know what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. Right? Number two. I picked Jane from Tarzan. I was in the air! In the air, yes, I know. And then we were surrounded. What did you do? And Daddy, they took my boot! They took Because the... even though she did not have the proper attire for the event she attended, she made it work. And I picked Hook from Hook. Bless your child, good form, Jack. After all, what would the world be like without Captain Hook? Oh, Jim Hook. Classic. Dustin Hoffman's performance was flawless in that movie. And number one. Sarah Connor from Terminator Dark Fate. I'll be back. My number one was Linus from A Charlie Brown Christmas. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. So, E, why did you pick Sarah Connor as your number one character? Because she is just a downright bad Mm-hmm. I mean, she takes no prisoners. She gets done. She don't need no man. And she is straight up fierce. Mm-hmm. Like, she's my idol. I, I, mean, picked, I picked Linus for all the same reasons. Right? He's a straight up bat. He don't need no man. He don't need no man. He just needs his blankie. She just needs her uh, potato chip bag for her cell phone. Mm-hmm. Linus just needs his blankie. Yeah, I picked Linus because even beyond this movie, A Charlie Brown Christmas, 
he means so much to me as a character and yeah. I just always have looked up to him as a kid um and even today I look up to him or look down to him because that's a weird perspective were you a blanky kid I was. Did you? I I had, I don't know if I had a blankie as much as I had stuffed animals that would be carried around with me. Oh, I, I was blankie and I was really original. It was named Blanky. Oh. Right? Where'd you come up with that? I'm very creative. Well, you know, our top five favorite characters is pretty easy, but I think equally, well, I guess there's a different level of ease when it came to picking the top five worst characters least favorite so what do you say Kay? let's kick off this dumpster fire of character lists let's do it at number five my fifth is jack from hook excuse me do you have an appointment i mean he's just a little head if he was on my plane throwing a baseball i would have thrown him out without a parachute too here you <laughs> go sharks. Door. open <laughs> For the greater good! My number five was Chifu from Mulan. Be careful, Captain. The general may be your father, but I am the Emperor's consul. And oh, by the way, I got that job on my own. You're dismissed. Because he's such a dweeb. <laughs> number four. Bunny from the Big Lebowski. Blow on them. Huh? Go ahead. Blow. I can't blow that far. I mean, yeah, of course she's a selfish, entitled human being, but what sociopath picks that color green for her toenail polish? <laughs> yeah, Judging. It's whorish. It's whorish. <laughs> My number four was Kylo Ren or Ben Kenobi from The Rise of Skywalker. I don't want to have to do it, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. That was a character arc that went to the ground. <laughs> Ugh. Number three. Well, I'm on the same page as you. I picked Kylo Ren. You know why the Emperor always wanted you dead. I'll come tell you. However, I don't even think his character arc tanked. It didn't even arc. He was Moody McMooderson, and they had no depth to his character. Like, I was thrilled when he died and hated when they kissed. You know what? I took your number four, and I put it in as my number three, I picked Bunny from The Big Lebowski. I'll suck your for $1,000. <laughs> Wonderful woman. The toenail polish, right? Yeah, sure. That and many <laughs> other things. Number two. Randy from A Christmas Story. Daddy's gonna kill Ralphie. Oh, not Randy. Randy. He's so cute. Randy. That's all I'm saying is that little wagon. Well, my number two was Clayton from Tarzan. Go ahead, shoot me. <laughs> Be a man. He was the animated 90s version of Joe Exotic. <laughs> that was a stretch, but way to be topical. And number one, worst character. Well, what do you say, Kay? We are actually on the same page for this one. So on the count of three, ready? Three, two, one. Christian, Christian Grey from Fifty Shades of Grey. You're saying Fifty Shades of up. I don't care who you are. You cannot justify his behaviors, his actions, his treatment of women, his controllingness, his possessiveness. Like, sure, he's damaged. He, you know, you've he had a rough life, but that does not give you the f wherewithal and the free-for-all to be a controlling, narcissistic, machismo, abusive And I mean, the BDSM <sighs> stuff, <laughs> the BDSM stuff, like, that's fine. Whatever. Oh, Whatever floats your boat. Get it on. But, but they didn't even do that right. Right. When it comes to characters, there is nothing redeeming about him. And anybody who does find him as a heroic figure needs to seek help right you oh, need gosh. a question why you think this be it's not appropriate behavior it, it's just it's, it's not appropriate christian it's not for more on this see our 50 shades of gray episode oh we could we i could talk about him forever jack All right, let's take a quick break from sure. our list here and let's go over some fan questions, shall we? So I asked Pod Nation, as well as our other friends on the Twitterverse, if they had any questions for us. And here's a couple of the questions that we got thrown our way. 
First from Play Comics Podcast, they asked, what movie would get the best comic book adaptation? Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. <laughs> no. Sticky. <laughs> Why won't this page oh? I guess this could go beyond the movies that we have covered. This could be really any movie. Well, oh no, I'm going to say Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, yeah. Any of the Terminator movies I think would make a good comic book. I think there were Terminator comics at some point, but... That's not the question. <laughs> That's a good pick. <laughs> What's That's, your pick? I'm going to say Star Wars because there's already Star Wars. No. <laughs> um, let's see. I would say... What would be a good comic book? Oh, you know what I'm going to do? Just because it would be good frame for frame? Because I'm going to stick within the movies we watch, too, and say The Big Lebowski. What a great comic book that would be. I just pictured an animated Walter waving the gun around and, like, the crazy eyes, and, like, each frame is, like, zooming in, and then he just, like, calmly sits down and the dog walks by. Mm -hmm. Good choice. Cool. Good question. Thanks, Play Comics Podcast. Our next question was from Eat Crime Podcast. They asked, who would you want to play in a movie about your lives? And would you make it a true adaptation or a crazy dramatic reenactment? Well, I would say I'm going to answer who you think should play me. And I think you would pick Natalie Portman. Yeah. Yeah. Natalie Portman would definitely play you. Who would play me? I don't know. Well, you, Natalie Portman, Uh and this is why. Not just because... There's some similarity in looks and height, but I would also say just Nellie Portman can play a good, feisty little person. <laughs> so I, I definitely, th- I think that Oscar-winning performance that she can give of you right. would be definitely something to see. Right balance of angry and adorable. And who would play me? I'm trying to think based on looks. Who is the guy from The Pianist? Adrian Brody. No, I know who would play you. I have the perfect actor for you. Roberto Benigini. Who? The guy from Life is Beautiful. Oh, well, he's older now. I don't know if that would play Well, this isn't like a fictional, like, who would happen, but... How how about this? How about um, Adrian Brody would play younger Kay. And then Roberto. And then play older I think personality-wise, maybe it's just because of his portrayal of the character Guido in Life is Beautiful, that that would be the actor to play you. He's the clown in the horribly dramatic situation. But then he's so sweet. Which their other question, would that make, would you make it a true adaptation or a crazy dramatic reenactment? Crazy dramatic reenactment. 100%. (laughs) Nothing about my life, or really anyone's lives, our lives. I feel like so many people's lives can so easily be adapted into this dramatic form that makes it larger than life, yeah. especially when you recall things. Sometimes it's it's got to be larger than life. Oh, I would definitely do that, and I would play off I think it would have to be like a spin of like, like a Rocket Man approach to it. I would do more of a kind of almost like a comic booky sort of like kind of Scott Pilgrim-ish where we would say certain things like you would shout at me and actual words would come out of your <laughs> mouth and slap me in the face. With a little bit of song and dance mix in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely song and dance numbers. Right. Good question. Nice. I understood that reference. Said. Do you agree with the opinion that I have that from time to time you can have a separate favorite film and best film of all time? That these two things are separate. Oh, definitely. I deb- we were just talking about this this morning over breakfast that I don't think I could pick a favorite movie. Yeah. Like there's, or we, you know, we said earlier in the podcast too. Mm-hmm. I have a favorite like movie that I can watch over and over again and not get tired of it. I have a movie that pops up. Like an example is Fried Green Tomatoes. Yeah. Back when I had cable, it always showed up when I was having a bad day. So that's my bad day movie. And then there's other movies that I watched for the first time that I was like, wow. 
yeah, there's certain movies where it's like, I see it as this is great Hollywood spectacle. Mm -hmm. This is great film. But it's not necessarily a movie that I'm going to return to time and time oh, again. Oh, like The Wrestler is one of, I think it's one of the best movies ever. But I can't sit down and watch that like yeah. I can say Dirty Dancing over and over again. Yeah, and like, I think of things like The Wizard of Oz, for example, mm -hmm. or Casablanca, Citizen Kane. Not a huge replay value for me. But what they did. But what they did is so significant mm -hmm. in the genre of film where I think it's okay to have them in that separate category. Yeah. And I think favorites, like we were talking about earlier, I think it's fluid. It changes over time. Oh, yeah. It changes with what value hold it to something else in your life. Mm -hmm. There's certain movies that are horrible, oh, horrible, God. and so dumb, especially rewatching them as an adult that I hold great value to because it brings back good memories of kid. And then also in the beginning stages of our relationship, there were some movies we sat down and watched and hold great meaning to me because we sat down and watched them like Dirty Dancing. I love that movie. Don't, we're gonna start a fight. So the Movie Journey podcast asks, what is your co-host's worst film opinion? That A Christmas Story is a good movie <laughs> and that Randy's cute, Grandy. I would I'm say, done. In general, E just has bad taste in film. <gasps> Next question. And that concludes you our picked, entire podcast. You Fifty Shades of Grey to sit down and watch. For a reason. For a reason. You have to have. No, no, I'll get to that. But this is it. We're done. <laughs> our podcast is over. Our marriage is over. Transmission ended. Yeah, done. All right. Next question. No, I, I think Oh, no, for no, you, next question. <laughs> I think for you, something that I disagree with you in film is something that, um, I, I don't know. Tread I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think something that differs in opinion is, between the two of us in certain films, is the rewatchability of movies that make you hurt. Mm. I feel like there's certain films that really hit home for me and they make me sad and they really put me in a mood after watching it, like your Schindler's List kind of movies. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's something you don't like to return to those movies when I sometimes do like to jump back into those okay. films and I'll, I'll want to watch things. Like one of the, the movie you brought up already, Life is Beautiful. I love that movie. I watch that movie again and again. Oh, I can't do it. I've but watched it twice. Yeah, that's something that we kind of differ in. I don't think there's anything against that because I don't know if you can call it kind of abusive to rewatch that sort of thing over and over again. <laughs> You're an emotional but, abuser. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I like revisiting those emotions too. But let's go on to our next question. Just Joe asked, if you could see a Lego version of any film, what would you choose? Question inspired by this glorious post I remembered from yesteryear. And it was a post of a Lego version of Hot Fuzz, which nice. is, that would be so great. I love that idea. I would say I'm torn between two and they're both two movies that we watched. Oh, okay. Let's hear them. Hook or The NeverEnding Story. Oh, wow. The NeverEnding Story. Wouldn't the NeverEnding Story be cool? Especially when the nothing's coming in, you could see the Legos like fall apart. Yeah. And... I think Hook is kind of predictable with that, but the NeverEnding Story, that would be something. Yeah. And Falcor. Mm-hmm. I know which movie I would do. Uh-huh. This is kind of obvious, too. I think of like the explosiveness of the Lego movie. Uh-huh. And there's only one movie that's as outrageous as the Lego movie when it comes to its live action production. Are you going to do The Big Lebowski? No. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say Pacific Rim. Oh. <laughs> we haven't watched it yet, but we will. I said this last bonus episode, but we will. we will. That would make such a great Lego movie because, you know, the colors, the giant robots, it is, the monsters, it the really, colors. It really is like somebody, like a Lego kid. Just like, there we go. Plus, I can picture Idris Elba minifig. All right, and then our last question comes from Friends and Flares. Personally, I'd love to know more about you. How long you've been together? What made you start this project? If it's too personal of a question, how about what movies you haven't reviewed yet that you're really looking forward to doing? To answer that last question, Pacific Rim. <laughs> right? I want to do The Labyrinth. Oh, yeah. And a movie that I want to do so bad 
I'm worried that other people won't have the same yeah. relation with, with me, and I'm kind of worried Are that... Are you talking about The Last cool. Unicorn? Yeah, The Last Unicorn. I've never seen it. I know. I want to do that one so bad. Right? But more about us. So how long have we been together? Okay, well, full disclosure, we're high school sweethearts. Oh. Oh. Um, so we've technically been in a committed relationship since 2006. Yes. Because we... Well, we actually dated two years prior to that when we were freshmen in high school. And the and story then... is, is I dumped it. She broke up with me. Two months later, I was diagnosed with mitral valve prolapse. Oh, coincidence, so you little drama queen. she broke my heart queen. valve, and <laughs> it took me a whole year to recover. I just needed to see if you were strong enough to rise from the ashes. Well, I was tough enough. It was just one valve could barely take it. <laughs> So, um, which my mitral valve prolapse last time a doctor's check, they said seems like it's self resolved. So I don't see? think I'm gonna die. Tough mid- love. I had to motivate you. Yeah. But then we started dating. Yeah, it would have been 2006. So we've been together for 14 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. Holy Married for six of those, going on seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, what's what made you start this project? I make the joke that I bought Kay this really nice microphone for Christmas, and next thing you know, I was doing a podcast. Yep, that's how it happened. That's basically it. <laughs> it was just the classic. We were sitting around talking about some. I feel like a lot of podcasts start this way. Yeah. We were sitting around talking about Mulan, actually, of yeah. all movies, and we were just making funny comments on it back and forth to each other, and we thought the idea of, hey, we should make a podcast about this. And we did. Yep. It's been a really interesting, fun kind of journey for us to go on. Yeah. So we'll get into more details about ourselves a little bit later in the episode, but how about we head back into some more lists? Well, should we talk about our poll first? Oh, yeah. Our poll. Oh, man. So I just asked the simple question of who had the best picks for the last 10 episodes. All right. Do you want to hear the response? I, yeah. (laughs) I'll take it. I think you know the answer to this because of just one film you picked. I know. It's that dead ringer. So, 71% (laughs) voted for yours truly. Rightfully so. And then I had a whopping 29%. Didn't even make it a blip. I don't know. Like, I... I did have Star Wars, which took a lot of a critical hit. Terminator Dark Fate was kind of hit or miss. I think you have to be a Terminator fan to, like, Terminator Dark Fate. And I think being a Terminator fan takes a certain level of commitment. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey was just that anchor, that, like, whoop, whoop, Yeah, that that pulled you down. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hmm. I took a risk. We got good content out of that. Like, there, in wrestling, there's heels, which are bad guys, and baby faces. In order to have a baby face, a good guy, you have to have a good heel. Well, look so, at this face. Of course it's a baby I face. Will, I will take the heat. I will take this. The, I will take the L because you know what? You need it. You need it. We needed a trash at movie. Okay? So, like, listen, I didn't pick it because I like that movie. Christian Grey, Anastasia Steele, but f*** them separately by themselves with no toys because they don't deserve them. So yeah, 29%. Take their toys away. Taking your toys away. All right, let's go ahead and hop back into some more lists. Right. All right, for our next list, we're going to return back to our theme of music. Mm -hmm. Our next two have everything to do with the music and soundtracks of the movies we watched. So our first will be our best original song list at number five. My number five is Christmas Time is Here from A Charlie Brown Christmas. It's it's a Christmas song without obnoxious lyrics, but you can't not think of Christmas. Even now. My number five was Son of Man from Tarzan. Which is currently on my workout playlist. (laughs) Which I've currently heard 400 times. K doesn't work out. I love it. Number four. Sticking kind of with the holiday theme, I picked Ghostbusters from Ghostbusters because, I mean, you hear it all the time at Halloween. Number three. 
Halloween. And you have to admit that Bustin' makes you feel good. Yeah, it does. Bustin' makes me feel good. My number four was Linus and Lucy from A Charlie Brown Christmas. Did we talk about this in this episode that that song was made for that movie? It's so iconic. It is iconic. So iconic. Number three. I chose Reflection from Mulan. When that movie came out, you could not escape that song. It was all over. It was on talk shows and it was on radios. And for my number three, I chose Ghostbusters from Ghostbusters. Something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! Definitely the hottest single on here. <laughs> number two. I picked Strangers Like Me from Tarzan. I just think like the buildup and the swells in the song are so great. My number two was the prologue from Hook. Because it's John Williams at his finest. Oh, I love it. It just got me so pumped. Right. And number one. I picked You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a he. So what movie is that from me? How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole oh, Christmas. Oh yeah, that was a quiz question. And my number one was the finale from The Rise of Skywalker. So why'd you pick your mean one there, E? Well, another little personal tidbit to share. As soon as Thanksgiving's over, that's my ringtone on my phone. I just think it's it's a Christmas song that has infiltrated the Western tradition of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's also not sappy. It's not obnoxious. It's, I don't know. I love the, I like the baritone voice singing. <laughs> the Tony the Tiger right? singing. The do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I mean, it's iconic. It's also, it's just, it's it's fun, but it's not the traditional, like, I'll be home for Christmas, or all I want for Christmas, or moody Christmas, or I love you Christmas, or sappy. It's, it's upbeat. It's cute. It's kind of sassy. Yeah, I can say this now safely, I feel, but yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty classic to the Christmas season. It is. It is. And I picked the finale from The Rise of Skywalker because of the emotional feeling I had when that played even though the movie as we talked about in our episode the movie just didn't hit some of the marks that i kind of wanted it to hit Mm -hmm. or it didn't really emotionally bring a lot out of me especially being the last in the skywalker saga but and i feel like that's a kind of a popular theme the movie did do a pull up and it did get a lot better but when they played that leading into the end credits, playing the classic. Oh, it gave me such bad goosebumps. And that scene when she's standing there and you see the two sons of Tatooine, that was the perfect ending to the saga. The movie itself wasn't the perfect ending to the saga, but that scene was so good. And it was, once again, John Williams at his finest. So, oh, that was my favorite song moment from the movie we watched. Nice. So what do you say, Kay? Do you want to jump into our best soundtrack list, our top three? Yeah. So our top three soundtracks. Let's start with number three. Well, we were in agreement on this one. Mm-hmm. A Charlie Brown Christmas for both of us. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I said Your Mean One, Mr. Grinch, is the best original song, as a whole the soundtrack to a charlie brown christmas there's more in there yeah vince i mean everything about that soundtrack was a risk he was going to be playing jazz music 
and it was just because they like jazz music. But it was a huge risk. They weren't playing any classic Christmas themes necessarily. Mm -hmm. But they become classic. But oh my gosh, it is so ingrained into Christmas time music now. And every coffee shop plays Linus and Lucy yeah. or something along those lines. Plus that I love jazz. Piano. Oh, it's so great. Number two. Also in agreement, we both picked as number two, Phil Collins, Tarzan. And again, like talking about reflections, not being able to escape that. I mean, when Phil Collins signed up for Tarzan, it was like, hit the brakes. We got him. Oh my gosh. I was, was sold everywhere. when they had the initial promos for this coming out with Phil Collins music. Oh, I love it. And number one. Now here's where we diverge. Mm -hmm. I picked the Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition my condition was in. Great soundtrack, but I picked Hook. And why did I pick Hook? Because of John Williams. Every single bit of music in that soundtrack just brings out this great nostalgic feeling out of me that just makes me feel so good, lets out all the endorphins and dopamine within my system, just makes me feel great. I think, well, you know, it, the hook has more original songs. Like, if I had to pick a soundtrack to listen to, it would be The Big Lebowski because there's some, there's good original little tunes in there, but then there's also just, like, some classic ones. Plus, it's also, like, a stoner soundtrack, so you can just, yeah. like, tune in and drop out. <laughs> like that opera, like, oh, oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm figuring out what you're throwing down. Mm -hmm. All right. Before we go into our last lists, let's go ahead and take a quick break and hear a word from one of our friends over at Pod Nation. Hello, everybody. I'm Ross, and what's the crack? And I'm Rob. And this is our podcast, I Understood That Reference. We cover all corners of the pop culture spectrum, including movies, comics, which is my favorite, games, and everything in between. With their own unique mix of games, trivia, and little insight, all wrapped up in Irish accents. And of course, the tin whistle. <laughs> so get up them stairs and download this podcast into your ears. I'm Ross. And I'm Rob. And this has been I Understood That Reference. Available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Podchaser, and whenever else decent podcasts are available. Yay! So that was our friends, Robin Ross, over at I Understood That Reference, a fun play off of all things pop culture with a little Irish twist. So make sure to join them for more fun with all their great, fantastic segments over at Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And speaking of which, we want to remind you all to try out Podchaser. Podchaser yeah. has the ability for you to rate individual episodes of podcasts as well as the whole podcast itself so that little feature helps podcasters so much in the way of development and understanding what their crowd wants to listen to check us out on podchaser as well as the rest of our friends over at pod nation we definitely want to shout out all of our friends over at pod nation so if you are looking for a new podcast to listen to but you have a specific kind of podcast you want to listen to make sure to check out on twitter podchaser instagram all the folks who use the hashtag pod nation you will then see a plethora of different podcasts there's so many amongst us on this network now um, led by some of our friends such as three hours later Cage's Kisses, and of course, our dear friends over at Friends and Flares. So like, yeah, if you're into like D&D &D podcasts and you want something story-based, try out Friends and Flares. And if you're looking for some deep dives into pop culture, try out Three Hours Later. There's so many great things to see from all of our different folks. We have History Cache, mm -hmm. which looks at history. We have Eat Crime podcast that looks at different crime stories. Uh, Three Spook Girls. There's so many different great 
podcasts. I wish I could shout out all of you right now, but eventually you will all get shout out at one point or another during each of our episodes. So we just want to spread out all the love to everybody at Pod Nation. You guys are fantastic. Let's keep having fun together. Before we go over the last two lists, E, let's talk about our segments a little bit, shall we? Mm -hmm. We have three major segments. Our peanut gallery, where we just kind of talk about the movie that we've watched. And then we have the quiz section, the were you paying attention section, where we quiz each other on the movie. Yep. And then there is the fight section. The fight. The I hate it when they fight segment. (laughs) The reason I'll cite in our divorce. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, this is the segment where you will slowly see our marriage fall Crumble. to pieces. What did we figure out? We've been together for 14 years. What was the end of it? Well. <laughs> when we watched Pacific Rim, <laughs> we couldn't agree what we liked more, the Jaegers or the Kaiju. Mm-hmm. But let's go ahead over the winners of our last few episodes. Let's go ahead and mix it up a little bit. And I'm going to go over our fights starting with Hook. So with Hook, you asked the question? Yes, yes. you asked the question. In Hook, is Tinkerbell the worst? And the winner with 62% of the vote wow. was... E with, yes, she is Tinkerbell. That's why you wanted to change it, because now I have the belt. You want it back. Maybe. Shady. Shady. The next fight was for the movie The Big Lebowski. The question was, they call it a cult classic crime comedy, but what genre does The Big Lebowski really fall in? And the winner with 83% of the vote was E with the classic whodunit. See, now you're just afraid because I'm coming back. For Fifty Shades of Grey, our fight was what (laughs) living male actor should have played Christian Grey? With 71% of the vote... You all selected Alexander Skazgard, which was my picky. Well, it was going to be my pick too, but the rules. I got there first. I know. <laughs> For Tarzan, our question was, what Disney villain has the most traumatic death? Is it Clayton or Frollo? Mm-hmm. 58% of you said Clayton, which was my pick. Which, you know what? That, that was close. That was a close one. Mm-hmm. For Mulan, the question was, who is the most B.A. Disney princess? Man, this one had a ton of responses. I was so set up for failure with this one. And with 83% of the vote, it was Mulan versus Moana. With 83% of the vote, mm-hmm. it was Mulan, mm-hmm. which was my pick for Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Our question was, who messed up more during that scene in Rise of Skywalker? Was it Ray or Chewie? Hopefully you've seen the movie now, and it's that scene where Chewie gets kidnapped. Yes. With 75% of the vote, you all picked Ray, which was my pick once again. Well, see, now I should have. That I was trying to be strategic, and I think Ray was more at fault, but then you were supporting Ray in our peanut gallery, so mm. this is where I made my mistake. Yep, that's where it all went downhill. That's where it all went downhill. Uh, for The Grinch and Charlie Brown Christmas? Mm-hmm. We had the question, which is the greater holiday staple? With 59% of the vote, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which was your picky. For a Christmas story, our question was, is Randy acting like a pig cute or disgusting? (laughs) Disgusting. With 62% of the vote, they said, disgusting, which was your pick. And for our last question, which will also make the winner, we were, let's see. Yeah, so we're tied up. So I don't know if you remember back to Terminator, Mm -hmm. but our question was for Terminator Dark Fate, is Terminator Dark Fate more similar to T1 or T2? Oh yeah, that's right. The winner of that poll with 65% of the vote, so another closer one, was T2, which was my pick so that makes me the winner but see this is this is shady this is like yeah. <laughs> no. well now that i got you all angry 
<laughs> How about we go over a question or two in our <gasps> segment, Were You Paying Attention? You don't tell Cue me anything. that music. No. Cut the music. Cut the music. No, don't cut the music. Cut it. <laughs> this is so unfair. Our relationship, any relationship therapist out there, help us. <laughs> I need help. I don't think they have this in their books. <laughs> they didn't cover this in you school. You didn't tell me we were having a quiz. Well, we had a quiz last bonus episode, so. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these five questions that I have entail about things about the last 10 episodes and our recording of the last okay. 10 episodes. All right, first question is, what movie did we watch together that we did not have to pay to see? So that Mulan. Mulan? Mm hmm. That is correct! Yay! Well, didn't we not pay for Tarzan too? No, we paid for Tarzan because it wasn't on Disney Plus. Oh. Or wait, no, did we watch it on a different. It was on Netflix. It was on Netflix. Okay. Either yeah. way, so there's yeah. two options. Also, Hook, we didn't pay for. Mm -hmm. And The Big Lebowski, did we pay for that? We paid for The Big Lebowski, okay. yeah. Okay. Next question What was the first and only movie we both gave a don't watch this recommendation for. Fifty Shades of Grey. Correct. <laughs> okay. Next question. Of the movies we watched since the last bonus episode, which movie had the most head trauma in it? Mulan. Mulan is correct. Yeah. I had to think hard about Star Wars and because you didn't actively see head trauma, I didn't count Star Wars. So Mulan. it had to go with Mulan okay. because you knew all 3,000 of those Hun soldiers got plowed by snow. Right. Next question. Name three out of the six actors or actresses we have heard in two of the movies we have watched, in at least two of the movies that we've watched. There's six actors and actresses that have been in at least two of the movies that we watched so far. Okay. What? So think about it. Who have we heard or seen more than once in our movies? I have no idea. Can't think of anybody? I can't. There's six people. Well, I, yeah, saying six over and over again does not help. I was kind of giving you the clue of you didn't have to see them perform. I understand. You can hear them. I understand, but I can only think of like Robin Williams, but he wasn't in any of the other movies. Yep. Try to branch off a little bit. Eddie Murphy? No. Uh, I don't know. Okay, who does a lot of voices for puppets and muppets? Frank Oz. Frank Oz. Okay, so he did Yoda in Rise of Skywalker, and he was also in Dark Crystal. We didn't watch Dark Crystal. This is also including the previous. Oh, you didn't I, say that. I said we have heard in two of the movies we have watched. <laughs> yes, I did say that. Take that. <laughs> so what other actors or actresses? Think about it. All right, here's a clue. Three of them are in Hook. Dustin Hoffman. No. I don't know. Robin Williams? No. I don't know. I give up. I give up. I don't want to okay. answer. Okay. So here's the six. So Frank Oz, Phil Collins. He wasn't in the movie. He was in Hook. And you heard his voice in Tarzan. But he wasn't in Tarzan. He did the music for Tarzan. Listen to the question. Name three out of the six actors and actresses we have heard in two of the movies we have watched. Shady. <laughs> shady. This is just shady. You know Try who else it. there is? My boy, Billy Zane, who is in Titanic and Back to the Future. Wayne Knight, who is in Tarzan and Dirty Dancing. I brought him up this morning, hoping you would kind of remember that. I wasn't listening to you. Glenn Close, who was the voice of Kala, and she was the pirate that was sent into the boo box. I sent you into the boo box. And then Gwyneth Paltrow, who was young Wendy and... Yeah, she was in Adventures Endgame. She was Pepper. Yeah, there you go. Pepper. Yeah, there you okay, go. Okay, first of all, that was a trick question. Nope. You did not word it correctly. No, nope, I worded it. I have heard in two of the movies we have watched. I was referencing... Move on. Move on. All right, last question. 
What is the most listened to episode since the last bonus episode? Ooh. Christmas Story? No. No. Tarzan. No, that was our second most listened to. Okay. Which I was surprised that that actually beat out Mulan. Well, thank you for doing that one for me. Mm-hmm. It can't be Fifty Shades of Grey. No. <laughs> um. Think about which one is the probably the biggest influence on pop culture. Charlie Brown Christmas and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. No. Star Wars. No. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Okay. <laughs> so well done, E. You got three out of my. Two I of my wasn't prepared. <laughs> You were there when we talked about these things. I don't know what I'm I don't saying. <laughs> I don't pay attention. Words just come out. I don't think about them. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I feel like I've been set up in this episode. <laughs> what, what, what horrible, what did I do to you? <laughs> this is like, wow, Okay. Okay, e, now that we've gotten all that fun out of our system, fun. let's have some more fun and let's go over our specialty group of the episode. Mm-hmm. So last time we said, who would you like to be on your zombie apocalypse team? Yes. This team in theme of current events, e, you want to let them know our question? Who would be on your quarantine team? Yeah, yes. your quarantine squad. Yes. E. I'll let you go over your quarantine list and then I'll go over mine and then we'll put up a poll on social media to see who you think has the better team between the two of us. And these characters all have to be from the movies we watched and only one character per movie. For this 10. For this 10, yes. Yeah. For this 10. See how if you don't clarify. (laughs) I need to write this out on board, all of our rules. We. For the 21st episode, we're going to have very clear rules set out on everything we do. Or we're going to have a divorce. (laughs) We'll have a divorce on our hands. That could be an interesting, like, listen to our divorce proceedings played out. So my five, and there's no particular ranking in this. It's just five that we picked. Okay. I have the dude from The Big Lebowski, Kala from Tarzan, Carl from Terminator Dark Fate, Max from How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and the grandma from Mulan. So why I kind of picked this group is I think it, it's it got a good eclectic mix. I think the grandma and the dude together would just be like <laughs> pure gold. Like I think that would be Great pure gold. Great And then like the grandma has all this intuitive wisdom and would be able to be resourceful, but then I think she would also be able to be entertaining. The dude, I mean, you could just partake in his extracurricular activities and time would fly, right? Mm-hmm. And he's a minimalist, so he doesn't need a lot. He just needs that rug that really ties he's the room together. Right? Um, so I do have two animals, but Kala is such a nurturing presence that like in a quarantine situation, sometimes you just need that mama love. You need somebody to pull you to their chest and say, yeah. come stop your crying. It'll be exactly. And then she's also fiercely protective. But then also, like, you want to be coddled in this situation. You want to be supportive. But then I also feel like I want to give support. So I want to give it to Max. Like, Max is just such a cheery little dog. Okay. And he's always down for an adventure. And then Carl isn't human. So there's our ringer. Plus, he would send COVID-19 back to hell where it came from. Right? So it's like, he could be our errand boy. He also could probably, we could probably program him to, like, scan people who are infected. He doesn't need to sleep or eat, so there's no resources or go to the bathroom. He could run out and do errands. He could patrol. So we're also, we kind of got, like, a good mix. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty good team, but not as good as mine. Uh Uh-huh. I took a slightly different approach to some of my team members. Okay. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yes. All right, so I have Egon from Ghostbusters. Gotcha. Cricky from Mulan. Okay. Sarah Connor from Terminator Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. Walter from The Big Lebowski. And Randy from A Christmas Story. Oh, f- Randy. <laughs> okay, here's how I see it. Okay. All right, first of all, Cricky for luck. 
Gonna need it. Gonna, gonna need, need it. it. Plus, he's tiny. He doesn't take up that much space. Right. So when you start any quarantine team, it's good to have a little bit of luck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just a little. Just a little bit of luck. Okay. Egon. I mean, who better to have than a doctor who specializes in spores, molds, and funguses? But aren't you worried that he would actually bring the virus into where you're quarantined because he wants to study it? Yeah, but he would take care of it. <laughs> okay. He would just throw down the little trap because everybody knows the little ghost trap that they have. Not only does it pull in spectral forms, it also pulls in all forms of virus and bacteria, too. Very cleansing. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah Connor and Walter, because, oh my gosh, that would be a hilarious sit down. Probably a bad idea to have those you two You would together, have two dead but... bodies. <laughs> Less people. So <laughs> can you just picture the two of them, these paranoid people sitting there swapping war stories? I think they would probably love each other in the end. But I don't know, man. I think, they I would, think it would two all... alphas. Yeah, but I think it would end with Walter just sitting there going, calmer than you are. And she would just shoot him. <laughs> One less body. Plus, when we would hit that point where somebody would say like, hey, you need to open up the door. We had to end the quarantine. He would stand up and say, am I the only one who gives a f about the rules? <laughs> oh my God. And then Randy, of course, because he doesn't eat. <laughs> He's so he wouldn't white. go through any provisions. He's who cares if he's sitting in there in the corner just going, You'll be at home for 30 days with that. You're going to have three dead bodies. And if he makes us upset, we just push him over. And he's like, just lies there and goes, I can't get up. And you'd hear that. You'd have three dead bodies. Uh, just for a day before he would die. Oh, my God. <laughs> so so I, guess... I picked out that team to really thin out. So we want to hear what you think. Who has the better quarantine team? Is it E with? The dude. Kala, Carl, Max, and the grandma from Mulan. Or K with Sarah Connor, Egon, Cricky, Walter, or Randy. Randy. <laughs> so let us know on Twitter at WSW Watch Podcast or on Instagram at What Should We Watch Podcast or on Facebook at What Should We Watch Podcast. I'm gonna, you're going down. You have a horrible team. All right, so. What about our final countdown? All right. So for our final countdown, we go through the last 10 movies that we selected and we put them in order of our least favorite to our favorite out of these 10. And then we're going to add a new segment after this, our top five segment, which means we pick the top five movies of all the movies we've seen to help us figure out what is our favorite film yes. to answer that question? So first of all, our final countdown at number 11. We're in agreement. Three, two, one. Fifty, 50 Shades, Shades of, of Grey. At number 10. A Christmas Story. Because Randy. And I said Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Disappointment. Number 9. I said Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And I said Terminator Dark Fate. Didn't hate it, but... Eh, it was all right. Number eight. I put Ghostbusters. But I, you didn't watch Ghostbusters. I, well, you made me put it somewhere. So I don't hate it, but I don't want to watch it, so. For eight, I said How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Number seven. I said Terminator Dark Fate. And I said Charlie Brown Christmas. Because mm -hmm. I had to put the two Christmas movies together. No, you didn't. Number six. I said Tarzan. And I said, a Christmas story. Randy. <laughs> Leave him alone. Number five. I said, the Big Lebowski. I said, Mulan. Number four. I said, a Charlie Brown Christmas. And I said, Ghostbusters. Number three. I guess I did what you did and put How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but I didn't feel the need to do that. Oh. I just did that. I picked Tarzan. Number two. I picked Mulan. And I picked the Big Lebowski. Love those Coen brothers. Mm -hmm. And we each picked for number one that leaves Hook. Which you know as we were ranking the movies I mean we have some duds in this this round. Mm -hmm. But when it came to picking our favorite out of these 
while watching Hook as an adult, I was like, man, there's just, there's some things that don't track. It's still, to me, a movie that, like, if I had to pick which one do I want to watch, I'd over still put. Yeah. yeah. It still has those moments. It still plays to the child imagination. It's still... From the soundtrack yeah. to the characters. I Plus love it. Plus, it's Robin Williams. And I think it's one of his best roles. And, oh, that what we mentioned about Steven Spielberg's thoughts on Hook, where he was kind of troubled by Hook, and it was one of his films that he was really disappointed in. And that thing he brought up about Robin Williams, that he will sit down and watch that movie just to think of Robin Williams and spend time with his friend. Because oh. I think Robin Williams' performance in Hook, it that transformation from Peter Banning to Peter Pan, that's like just him. Yeah. Like his eyes, like they, they have that twinkle, that sparkle. You could tell he's having fun. You could tell he's... Uh, it's Robin Williams at his finest. Yeah. E, let's go ahead and tell them our top five movies out of the movies we picked. Okay. As I kind of talked about beforehand, and so you all know, this is kind of fluid, so this might change a little bit. We'll point out some changes. So, E, you go ahead and give them your top five, and then I'll give them my top five. Okay. So, number five actually changed from the last time. So, originally it was Avengers Endgame, but I slid How a Grinch Stole Christmas in there. Okay. Number four was The NeverEnding Story, and I picked Hook, only because while The NeverEnding Story holds that same nostalgia factor that Hook does, I gotta, like, talk myself into being emotionally prepared for The NeverEnding Story. There's just too much trauma. And then three, two, and one have stayed the same. I got Rocketman, The Wrestler, and Dirty Dancing. And for my top five, I bumped down Avengers Endgame a little bit. Uh, It was, number five was Rocketman. And that's where Avengers Endgame is at now. Number four is now Hook, where Avengers Endgame used to be. My number three is now actually Rocket Man. After rewatching that movie at home, mm-hmm. I was like, this is a film I could watch over and over again, not just because of the Elton John songs, but it's just a great story. And Taron Egerton did a great job with it. Oh, yeah. So that bumped out Spider Man into the Spider Verse, which I bumped off my list because that's a movie I rewatched recently, and I was like, yeah, I, I really liked it at first, but when it comes down to it, Avengers Endgame, I feel like beat it out now. Mm-hmm. And then my number two, number one stayed the same. So I have The Princess Bride number two, and my number one is Back to the Future. Nice. We'll have to see if anybody can top those. So, E, let's talk about the future a little bit here. It looks bleak for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it does indeed. So now that we're at the end of our bonus episode, we are going to talk a little bit about what is to come. I do want to take this time to thank you all so much for listening to everything that we have. And interacting with us. And interacting. Sharing. Yes, it's been so much fun and we are excited to continue with you. We are, however, going to be taking a little break from our reoccurring episodes. We usually have episodes come out every two weeks. I'm not sure how long the break will be. We're going to take a little break because we're going to be busy with something. Rather than give you the commitment of every two weeks or the commitment of we're going to be gone for a while, we are embarking on a journey that we've never done before, so we don't know what it's going to look like. And that journey is parenthood, so E is expecting here, and (laughs) we have a little person who has been joining us with each episode. Yes, they've been occupying my pelvis for quite some time now, Mm -hmm. doing about a, oh, almost a month. Not quite a month yet. So we actually, we don't even know the uh, sex of the kid yet here so once we are back we'll probably have a third person in on the episodes and we'll let you know if it's just ke and what other letter we have to offer you so we're really excited about that Mm -hmm. we're nervous about taking a break we're hoping you still all will uh, join us back when we're back on board um, because we love doing this so much and it's so much fun But we seriously are so thankful to you guys. We are, but we also are being realistic. Like we said, this is our first baby, so we have no idea what we're doing. Kind of like we had no idea what we're doing with the first episode. That's right. Yeah, we'll try to record some episodes here and there to see if we can fill up a bank. And if we are, I'll start popping them out a little earlier. Uh, (laughs) No no pun intended with words. (laughs) But 
I just wanted to give everyone's heads up if you're looking for an episode, if you've been listening to them every other week, just wanted to give you a heads up that there was going to be a delay here. Yeah. So we hope you understand and we will be back soon. And hopefully we'll, when we do come back, I'm excited to hopefully see if we can get more folks in on our mm-hmm. episodes, do some call-ins. We shall see. Yeah. All right, E. Do you want to go ahead and call it on this bonus episode? I think so. All right. That's all. For now. I was going to say, I don't think I could say the other word because that might be copyrighted. Thank you all so much. Once again, make sure to join us on Twitter and Instagram. There will be some posts. They might be a little bit more spaced out, but there will still be posts on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. At Instagram and Facebook, it's at What Shall We Watch Podcast. And on Twitter, it's at WSW Watch Podcast. Also, make sure to share us with all your friends. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. If you can, please give us a five-star review on our episodes. We would super appreciate it. It really helps. And we will talk to you all next time. Make sure to keep watching all those great films and make sure to keep talking about it. We love you all. Bye! You know, maybe by the time we get back into it, we can watch Cats. Freaking way. We will not watch that abomination.